You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is for the day that goes in, time goes out. Never miss communication. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd You Know Basis Show, airing on Phoenix 92.5 FM and Spotify afterwards if you're not catching us live. My name is Kira Calicorn and introduce yourself both of you in alphabetical order. Hey yo, it's Bryn. Hey, it's Dar. Lovely to have you on the show, guys. We have a lot to discuss this week because we have a new Netflix show that a friend of the show actually worked on, which, you know, will probably never happen again unless Dara is an extra on Vikings or something. Uh, we also have big Comic-Con hey, and video game stuff. I'm very What's confused that? by this. I'm very confused by this. By oh, that, it's, by that, it's, what, it's, it's a segue. It's a segue before we even get going. I have this okay. plan out. Okay, so, go on. Cuphead out. It's on Ooh. Netflix. A uh, friend of the show, Keith Byrne, who we had on over November, he was the uh, character designer on it, I believe. I'll double check that. But yeah, that's it's what he out. Was. And I have found it awesome. My daughter loves it more than Paw Patrol. She's watched it three times. Since I it bet, came out I, last Friday. I bet you're. Yeah, that, I bet you're high praise so happy as well. That. You're just like, no more yeah. Paw Patrol. Yeah. Exactly. Well, no. Just because, it, it, it'll come back. It always comes yeah. back. Just, See, just you because you've like, mentioned Paw Patrol, you've put the theme song on my head, Keen. I hope See, you're proud of yourself. Keen, whenever what you need, there's a problem, what you need to do is you need to say Paw Patrol's dead. See, you just need to say, look, Paw Patrol is dead. They've gone away, and then that way. You get over the, the your child then learns the concept of death very early, but also no more Paw Patrol. <laughs> I mean, See? look, Paw Patrol also gives you like time as an adult without <laughs> without someone tickling your forehead with long nails. So you know, oh god, okay, this, this, this is, is fair. This is a fact. This is, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is we fair. complain about Paw Patrol. I really need to set up an altar to Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig uh, yeah. for all the good that it allows. But yeah, so seriously, that's how I get distracted. So, Cuphead, have you guys seen it yet? It's on my list, but I haven't gotten around to it just yet. I literally oh. just watched Hawkeye last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I have a confession to make. I don't even know what Cuphead is. Oh, excellent. Well, no, that's a great little segue there. Okay, so quick little history lesson for Dara and anyone who's listening who may not know what Cuphead is. Cuphead started life as a game on Steam. That was the biggest thing of its year, like the Undertale of the year came out, that kind of hype. 
It is a hand-drawn game mm. in a 1920s, 30s, like Warner Brother, early Mickey Mouse style. That is incredibly difficult to play. It's very, very unforgiving. But mm. it's incredibly charming. The characters look great. The mechanics are great. It's got like a jazzy score to it. And it's all about, wait for this, a lovely cup and his friend Mugman who accidentally sell their soul to the devil and become his bounty hunter. And, and this is for children. Rake. Yes, it's for children. And they have to go rake in his gambling debts and like, you know, all the pe- all the other people on his list of souls to collect. Okay. Uh, and I... so, which I know you pointed out, Dar, yeah, is this for children? But if you watch any of those like early 1920s Dumbo era cartoons, yeah, they're dark. <laughs> They've got really scary things in them. They've sanitized mm. it a little bit for the Netflix thing, but only a little. It's still got that edge to it, but it's so, so charming and wonderful. Like, again, there's 12 episodes. We've watched all of them at least three times in the last five days since it came out. Uh, my daughter woke me up on a Saturday morning asking to watch it again. It's incredibly Moorish and I cannot recommend it highly enough. What like does any of this make sense to the way I'm I'm describing it, Star? I mean sure. <laughs> I think it's probably one of those things where like we're kind of let down by the the the, the audio based medium. The audio medium. Yes. Um, it is hard to describe it, animation. I do wish we'd gotten Keith back for this episode. Yeah. I think I think one of the things that that would be really important to say is that you know if you're listening to this and you're going what the hell are they talking about literally just open up YouTube for a minute and, and look at the trailer uh, uh look at the trailer look at gameplay footage and it would become immediately clear what uh what what is, has been described if you've if you can think of like you know, like the animation style of like Steamboat Willie from, mm. uh, or is it Steamboat Willie or Steamboat Mickey? Anyway, Steamboat um, Willie, um, yeah. yeah. So, like, if you're thinking of like that kind of era of Mickey Mouse animation, that's exactly the kind of thing where there's like a bounce to the movement and that sort of. But what what I mean is it. like, why now? What why why do this now? Like, you know that that's what well, I'm because the because the the game was incredibly popular, and it just I think it just was a case of like, um, you know, I, I think it's a very much a case of like capitalizing on it while it's still hot. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Brian, actually, because I was really like, you know, even though I knew Keith's contributions were going to be great, Mm. I, knowing the history of video game things adapted into TV and film, I was expecting to find this cute, but irreverent. But no, this is great. It's Mm. really, really funny and well designed, like especially the second episode, which is all about them taking care of a baby that's been left on their doorstep. And the baby is designed like a baby mm. bottle because everyone in this universe is like a cup or like an animal or something mm. like that. And it's just, I, I know it's the wrong ear to compare it to, but I was getting like SpongeBob SquarePants vibes off because this baby is psychotic and terrifying. <laughs> and it's just one of them thinks it's cute. The other thinks it's terrifying. And it's just the very, very slow reveal of how malevolent this baby child is. Like at one so, point, I it, no. so I've had a look I've had a look into itself and it's so terrifying. Sorry, Dar. Sorry. I've had a look on the internet here to see if this was on the Dreamcast. 
And it wasn't. <laughs> so no. already I'm kind of like, you know, make it for the Dreamcast. Like, I think that would have been a better use of You're going to need a bit of a time machine there. No, because you can yeah. still make it. I just think that would have been better use of time of your man's time to, like, make it for the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure like, I would have played it, it, but, you know. I'm, I'm sure there's going to someone's going to um, is going to reverse engineer it, put on a GitHub, and then you can put on your Dreamcast. There you go. You know? You know, I'm sure like, it'll be eventually. I mean, look, it's worth <laughs> looking into the story of how the game was made, too, because... Like the guy who like made this game, his passion project, he wasn't supported by like a a AAA studio or anything. He had to take out like two or three mortgages on his house because the whole game is like hand drawn or at least significant portions of it. Yeah, and like all the music is live recordings of like jazz bands and all this kind of complicated stuff. Like it's it's again the reason I compare it to Undertale is you can tell the game itself is a real passion project mm. and they have translated that into the series without any of the cynicism that comes with it so i'm i'm hugely impressed i would recommend it for kids and for adults because all the episodes are like 10 or 15 minutes long it's like it's funny but it's also got enough edge that like adults are like because like the devil is a character in it you know trying to steal their souls every other episode oh, and what platform did it come out on um, PC initially, um, okay. but it's been it's been on. I think it's it's on the Switch, and I'm pretty sure it's been ported over to the major consoles as well. But no, like um, I don't know. I'm just. I think this is a missed opportunity, guys. Because it's not on. It's not on a, a console. Most <laughs> on a console that people want. You know, it's like <laughs> I I, I take, the console people want, but a console people can't get. <laughs> <laughs> There's what there's actually there's a game for example what's it there's this game called uh, like Haggard the Barbarian or something like that I can't remember the name and that's mm. a fairly recent game and that came out for the Dreamcast and I'm just like what are you doing Cuphead people so they made a TV show so just mm-hmm. they made a TV show instead of making the Dreamcast port first that I would have made the Dreamcast <laughs> port first I'll be honest with you I think it's a missed opportunity where do I send my where do I set fair to hold against the Netflix series where do I send my game. Do, do I do I write do I write it to Mr. Dream to Mr. Uh, uh, what's it Netflix? <laughs> I want the Dreamcast version. I am not a crackpot. <laughs> <laughs> there are too many PC ports. Please remove two. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the oh, end God. of my very concise Cuphead review. Just go watch it. it as Bryn has pointed out, it's very hard to recommend this animation in the form of audio but the animation is gorgeous the humor is great like it's like it's just it's 12 episodes they're all like 10 to 15 minutes long and they really put you in a good mood afterwards uh, so i recommend that highly and just we, we have to give full disclosure there is no dreamcast port guys <laughs> i'm very sorry send mm. your angry letters to netflix Netflix. Yeah. In, just, info just at Netflix. The angry Lasher section. It's in the options. <laughs> it's in the options. Tell them Dara sent you. <laughs> just oh, below man. the bit where it's like the kids' version of Netflix. You know, it's 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 one of the most used features. <laughs> should be. It should be. <laughs> I mean, if I had my way, every game would come out of the Dreamcast first. Yeah. You know? In fairness, I think there should be a Netflix app for the Dreamcast. 
So, <laughs> hold on. I'm actually going to have a look now. Is there enough of... pixels on a Dreamcast for Netflix? Well, you know, see, here's the thing. It was the first console to have uh, internet connection. So, yeah, it'd be the most... The- You'd be I want to see Dynapod. like the eight bit version of like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Well, see, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be eight bit, man. It was if like it, more par- it was a much more powerful machine than the the PlayStation One. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm still visualing like Final Fantasy VII graphics, like. Well, like no, that. it's a little bit like it's it's like the outside of SNK's boards or the SNK machine, the Neo Geo. Um, it was like the only real affordable way to actually have like arcade perfect ports in your house. Okay. All right. So, you know, and I'm having a look here like on homebrew games. So it has a very, very has a thriving homebrew port. Like the most recent game came out in 2020. So people are still making games. And that's why I'm like, you know, they, they missed an opportunity here to really <laughs> put this on the Dreamcast. <laughs> this is like you are like complete. Homer Simpson chasing the pig that's flying yeah. into the air. <laughs> this is this is like Terry and Lisa episode. <laughs> this is like someone complaining that a new album isn't available on cassette. Hold on a second. I got here's the thing. You know what sells a lot? as someone who sells albums on cassettes? You know what people <laughs> buy a lot of cassettes? <laughs> I don't understand why, but they do. They it's do, like the man. worst just, audio format. But they, I, I, have, I have to sit there and every time somebody orders a cassette, I have to sit there and make them. Oh and literally God. hit record and I'm like sell, so yeah. it's fine oh, we have VHS come out to, coming out soon and I'm going to have to sit there and make those myself because you can't get duplications of them they don't make them anymore you yeah. have to make them at home so people like it I don't understand why the dream, the yeah dream, I take issue with people no the thing about the yeah. Dreamcast is right it's Vulgar the Viking that came out in 2013 so I'm like you know that's a new game and I'm like you know, and I had it released. I mean, things. we're calling and, a nine-year-old game new. Okay, well, it's newer than the when the Cuphead come. I don't. I don't even. I don't even think I actually. That's a good Cuphead is like two years old. So when did it come out? More like, recently, 2018, than that, I think. Okay. Um, well, well. See, here's the thing. They have less of an. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. So less of an excuse. That's five years, and you had the pandemic. What else were they doing? They're probably sitting at home doing nothing. You know, it's fine. They could just spin up a a, a dev a dev. This man drew Dreamcast. a game from hand. What do you mean doing nothing? <laughs> no, I mean during the pandemic. You know, he just sits there with his with his uh, indie money. I, I'm not impressed by it. I'm like, it's man, indie money. Yeah, I'm like, come on. I've never heard such an oxymoron in my life. <laughs> How dare this person make a successful game and not and decide to not do more with their with, All I ask, with their, with their success? A, How dare they? I'm a simple person. All I ask is green passports for your game, or else don't show up. Be like, I'm sorry, man, it's not there. I want I want you to get a press pass press pass for like the proper is it E3 the game <laughs> and for you to rate all these big titles with your like Dreamcast in your hands. <laughs> I mean, like, oh. come on, you know, we need to get this going. We you know, we need to start this campaign now. Dreamcast 2022. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Oh God. <laughs> Dream gone. It's not gone. It's still alive. <laughs> it's the people are still making games. Listen, there's some lad in his room. It's just, <laughs> it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still if, good. Some, if some lad in his room can make a, a current Dreamcast game, 
like Mr. Indie Money can make a port. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I mean, he could, but he could. Just, he should. Just because he could doesn't mean he should. See, this this is why you know. I tell you what. Hashtag Dreamcast port for Cuphead, and then I'll play. It. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't. But you know, oh, God, but you know, I mean, I... it doesn't look like my kind of game. I'll be honest. But um, you know, yeah. I appreciate it. All the same, yeah. far. Well, I, it, I give it, it, it has a lot of bullet. It has a lot of bullet hell uh, mechanics in it, which I think you really you for enjoy. real. That's I'm surprised you yeah. actually, because Cuphead looks cute. But when you play it, it's like people have compared it to Dark Souls. It's a very I mean, punishing game. Yeah, I mean, like that's. I mean, like it, it's a punishing game to complete, but it's very much a bullet hell experience. So I think you'd really actually enjoy it. But see, here's it's the, the only game on the Switch that I have rage quitted, apart from Kingdom Hearts because <laughs> of the internet. Fair. The thing about the, the thing about the Dreamcast is that actually had a lot of bullet hell games. Actually, some of the best games, like Igarugo, for example, is one of the best bullet hell games of all time, and that's on the Dreamcast, and it's beautiful. And I'm like, you know, indie money. They, you know, you could go and make a good, you could go make a, a good attempt at that. You know, I'm like, listen, if Igarugo uh, can run on my phone, you can, you, you know, you can, you can play your 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 cartoon game on the Dreamcast, and I have a great time. Do you want me to get the name of the studio that did Cuphead so you can go ask them? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, refer- I'm, I'm referring to them as Indie Money, so I don't think that's what it's called. Although that is a good name for a studio. Studio MDHR is the name. I think it exists purely to make Cuphead. My one's better. So Indie Money, mm. listen, make a Dreamcast port of the game. Spe- speaking of things that uh, doesn't run on Dreamcast, uh, Com- Comic-Con is returning to <laughs> Dublin City. <laughs> Thank you, Bryn. Actually, you. we should do we should do like a panel on the Dreamcast. <laughs> Why you should play the Dreamcast? Just be talking about it for hours. Oh, oh my god! That's a captive the, audience you, you, of you, you've moved on from everything is resting. The captive audience of everyone that isn't there. <laughs> Sorry, what? Are you going to like record all of our panels on the Dreamcast? Here's the thing. You, you can actually run Ubuntu on the Dreamcast, so you could actually do it, yeah. Oh, God. I don't think people realize how amazing that bit of technology was. And the thing about it was, they even, they, you know, the, the security around it was defeated very early on. So the honor system was there. They just didn't patch it. They're like, ah, oh, look, your lads will be grand. No, people just stole all the games. That's what, that's what took it down because they were too honest. Sega were too honest. They were too pure for this world. They weren't like Nintendo that tried to steal everything from everybody and ruin Sonic. Sorry, I got. Ex- I, I got. I got I, I'm pretty. I'm pre- I was going to say you got pretty, carried away there, but that ship sailed. Pre- I'm pretty sure Sega ruined Sonic. Hold on. Before Nintendo got Se- a chance. Sega, Sega do what they can. You know, it is what it is. Nintendo just get a free pass, and they shouldn't. You know who should have won the console wars? Sega. We should be saying this is Sega Pokemon, not Nintendo. Nintendo's Pokemon. You should, everyone should be playing the Sega Switch. Or the, sure, you know. but Exhibit A, about 90% of the Sonic games in the past 10 years. I mean, the, be- the best Sonic game made this century was made by fans. <laughs> this is true, but it's no, it's no Sonic Adventure 2. I don't know what... Forces or Mania? Uh, Mania. Mania. Mania, okay. I don't know what other game, other than Pepsi Man, that you can actually uh, snowboard down San Francisco. You can only do that on the Dreamcast. Just saying. No, I mean, the, the Pepsi Man came on the PS1. Yeah, but Pepsi Man was a rip-off of Sonic Adventure 2. No, it came out before it. 
It did not. It did so. This is controversial. This is controversial. And this is controversial. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe that. That can't be true. I feel like I'm Luke, Luke Skywalker on the. I know you're pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Pepsi Man came out like. No um, way. Could you at least tell okay. four confused listeners what Pepsi Man is before we go down this so, rabbit hole? So, Pepsi so Japan Man, is weird. Japan um, is weird. <laughs> we love Japan, but it's very, very weird. <laughs> and they released a game for the PlayStation called yeah. Pepsi Man. Uh, so Dara, yes, Sonic Adventure Two came out in two thousand one. Pepsi Man was released in nineteen ninety nine. Oh my god! Well, yeah. obviously, obviously, they were fans of the game as it was in development. Uh, <laughs> The, it took it cues was, from Pepsi Man. Exactly, Pepsi Man is it was a Pepsi homage. Man is a fantastic game. It, it has it, the best theme song committed to gaming ever. Um, again, take some time, go on YouTube, and just, just, just listen to the amazing fun funk band sing Pepsi Man over and over again. I can't believe that this level is exactly the level that's in Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah, I know. It's oh bad. my god! Well, there Pepsi you go. Look, great. you know, uh, look. A good idea is a good idea. Fair play to Sonic for yeah. for for uh, making game recognizes game exactly. Exactly, you know, that's yeah. what it is. It's all good, but uh, yeah, Pepsi Man is great. Um, it's uh, the it's the uh, the hero uh, we deserve, but not the one we we need right now. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, um, that's also another. That's probably also another thing we can do as a as a panel one day at a con. But um, yeah, so like the the con, uh, Dublin Comic Con is coming back on the March thirteenth uh, weekend. Is that right? The twelfth yes. and thirteenth. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's gonna and, be fun, um, everybody. Uh, I I am surprised that we're actually getting this so soon. I I suspect the Comic Con organizers are probably surprised too. But everything kind they, of count. Sorry for interrupting you there. Everything just came back immediately. Yeah. Everything. It's like there was a, Do you, I don't trust it, frankly. Mm. I'm glad I'm wearing a costume that has a mask built into it. Well, look, I just I just had COVID. So my my super immunity is there. So I'm going to be licking the walls. <laughs> so it'll be fine. So, you know, I, I'm going I mean, for a couple you, of months. I don't think that's how it you works. Say, yeah. <laughs> also, like, I mean, Dara, you Again, say you're that. Like but it's thinking you're indestructible. <laughs> indestructible. <laughs> yeah. Also, Dara, you forget. It, like, it's been so long since you've been at a con that you forget how you are when you're there and you're, you realize that you're surrounded by people that you're like, nah, nah, they, these people haven't showered. They haven't washed. This is a fair this point. This is not a good no, time. I, I will have to say, look, I, I love, I love Comic-Con. Uh, I do, but three o'clock when the sun hits uh, and you're stuck on the stairs is probably the worst smell you'll ever smell. Well, that's what the, qu- mm. the quiet rooms are for. Can quiet we can actually just like kind of uh, for anyone who hasn't attended Comic-Con or maybe knows what it is, but hasn't gone. The DCC is great fun. There on is. the first floor. There's loads of oh, shops and stalls from like local Dublin vendors. You can get nerdy things. You can yes. get art commissions, which I love doing every mm. single time. There's yeah. like video games and things there. And of course, there are guests who do talks, which are for free, which is where you can get a bit of money back on the tickets. Ron Perlman is going to be there, which I'm amazed they got him. See, Ron Perlman was amazing until you followed him on Twitter. And here's one why you here's a piece of advice for anybody listening. Do not follow people who you like on Twitter, like actors, because or just don't have a Twitter or don't have a Twitter. That, that's even mm. better advice because yeah. Ron Perlman 
was someone who I really liked until his Twitter just would not shut up. So, yeah, but that that's always like, I mean, I think I, at this point, I kind of feel like the safe bet when it comes to Twitter accounts is unless it's a meme account, don't bother. Or news. News is good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah news, news is a good show. Memes, Memes and news. news you yeah. know, that's kind of like that's like the um, that's like the solid cross section. Like, <laughs> I have to say, mm. like the like the guests here. Now, I look fair play to to DCC for managing to pull this together because like there's been loads of things that have been that you know as I said like for for our listeners who aren't in Ireland um who are in America or whatever our restrictions were like one day full on and then the next day just gone it's gone and our restrictions were stricter and more consistent over yeah the exactly yeah long. like like we were like locked down for the longest and all those kinds of and then I ironically within a week of the restrictions gone away like I got COVID I'm like ah. <laughs> it's, it's just hilarious I was like well it was gonna happen see how anyway. dangerous it is to go outside <laughs> but see I thought it I thought it was a four day hangover and I'm like man I should stop drinking you know <laughs> and, then, and then and then like my sister my my guitarist uh from the band and like a bunch of my friends all got it and we're like all right well there we go we all got together but uh it was it was hilarious. I genuinely thought it was a four-day hangover. And then I'm like, oh, there we go. But um, so look, going outside is kind of scary. So, but if it's any constellation, at least the stuff is coming back. But when mm. it came back, it was just like, whoa, everything's back. And yeah. like, even from doing shows and gigs, like literally the Friday, everything was locked down. Well, not locked down, but you know, it was like cinemas were closed at like eight o'clock. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. And then on the Saturday, my phone starts exploding with gigs. <laughs> Literally, like the minute it's gone, it's like gig, 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 gig. And you're like, oh, well, okay. So, and then we got the announcement that DCC was coming back. And Keen, you were saying that like there was a lot because you you have uh, obviously connections with Geek Ireland and the folks that run Comic Con and do a great job yeah. doing so. You were saying that like there's a Comic Con in England the same weekend Scotland yeah Scotland. yeah yeah I because the one I wanted to meet uh nothing against the DCC guests was the actor who plays Robocop ah, yes. he oh, was, yeah, I could understand him not coming back now because uh, the 2020 comic-con was cancelled at such short notice mm. like you know Mm. That I can understand you getting annoyed, like you know. Ah, yeah, but, but like I don't, uh, think, I don't think. But yeah, he's gone anymore. to the Scotland one at uh, the same weekend, which I'm gutted to miss him. But actually, I do want to say they did get really good guests. They've got the voices of Pinky and the Brain, who I'm dying to hear do like, because like even if you don't oh, meet wow. them, like I'm sure their talk would be wait the last. Who's that? They got Marie, Marie Spoon, Marie Spoon, and Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson. Uh, yeah. They've got. I haven't seen The Walking Dead, but Chandler Riggs and Michael Colditz, they're there. Cool. Uh, these two villains from uh, Better Call Saul, these like twin brothers, they're going to be. Oh there. well, this is uh, actually pretty. Evan McNally, Mister Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm a huge fan of his. He's a mm. proper actor. I'm dying to meet him. Some like authors like uh, Sam Mags and that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, yeah, there's loads of really good people. Like, um, so especially considering they organized it in such a hurry. You know, I'm hugely impressed. It would have been an achievement even if they'd gotten it together without guests. So I'm doubly well, impressed look, that they've gotten done as much as they have. You know, do you think it was a case that they were um, probably just waiting for the restrictions left so they could just start announcing stuff? Oh, I almost know. certainly. I mean, yeah. like we were supposed to get like it's an ongoing conversation thing. I suspect we were supposed to get the actor from the Mandalorian 
mm. in like the August one last year, and I'm assuming yes. that's falling through because he's probably filming a Star Wars right now. Probably uh, Star Wars. Hey, Star Wars. Hey, <laughs> Star Wars. There are many Star Wars now. This is the this is the world we live mm. in. Uh, but yeah, so I'm very, very excited to go to the talks. We don't have a panel this year, unfortunately. No. Uh, but uh, I'm but... excited to go around. My family will be dressed up as the Bad Batch, complete oh, cool. with my That's great. Uh, very forgiving two-year-old daughter dressed as Omega. Um, at least forgiving for the moment. She doesn't know. Um... <laughs> she doesn't know. She'll find out. <laughs> she will learn. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to get back and just, even if it's just walking around the shops, this has been something in kind of our lives and in our communities that we've really missed. This has been kind of a thing that like we, that lockdown has really hurt us on. Cause like, it's kind of, you kind of structure your, your year around these big, cool nerdy events. Is this something that's, is Comic-Con something big in your life, Tara, or is it just, does kind of pass you by? Um, like, yeah, it's always a bit of crack. Like to be fair, I'm having a look at the panels here and there's, yeah, they look all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm sad we're not getting a chance to do it this year. Uh, well, this time around, like this, I, I think, you know, if people do go, like the panels are always pretty fun anyway, you know, you get to kind of get different flavors for certain things. And there's some, you know, there's some all right ones there that, uh, I'd probably be interested in going to, but like, yeah, DCC is always a lot of fun. Um, like I've said that my favorite panel are, are usually the smaller ones. Like I really like Jay Khan and I really like, um, KazukaCon down a Cork I think they're like that's probably the best one you can go to but if you've never been to a panel uh, a panel or you know guests or whatever and you're like this whole Comic Con thing is a bit weird and look to be fair it can be but it's also super fun you know the weirdness is kind of fun like I always enjoy when you're um, you know when you're when you're walking the closer you get the more like out of place cosplay you see yeah. like someone is at a bank machine or someone's getting mm. like coffee oh, i love i love and, the, the stretch up from o'connell street yeah and the, the closer you, center, yeah, and you the just cl- see like characters from moana walking alongside like bounty hunters from star wars no 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 like that's entertaining right but i mean like early on where you where you're further enough away that it just doesn't make any sense and then the right. closer you get you're like ah here we go and then oh, obviously, yeah. i see what you mean yeah. so like i like the randomly ever place someone who's at a bank machine in, in o'connor street or mm. someone who's getting a coffee in the starbucks on the way down like yeah. it's so, look, someone in a full scare a full scarecrow costume eating a boujum yeah you know? yeah no it's, it's hilarious like it's so yeah funny. actually there's like a rockets <laughs> right opposite the convention center which is great crack because you see like the disney princess is like having mm. chips with like I don't know predator <laughs> or something like yeah. that. You know? but, but like what I mean is, even if you're not into the panels, even if you're not into the guests, mm. it's still a fun. And look, for a long time, um, I didn't even do panels. I didn't even go to Same. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just didn't even know they were a thing. I just went because I liked the atmosphere of the place, and also you get some good deals. A lot of good traders there as well, and sometimes there's some good guests there as well who you might not get to meet elsewhere. Now, what I would say about this one specifically. Even if the guests aren't your taste, it's still amazing that's happened. Even if the panels aren't your taste, it's still amazing that they put it together. And I would say, look, these folks at DCC did this in a very short space of time. And also, you know, if we don't support it, they're not going to make their money back. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It's your, I mean, ju- it's your, right. it's it's like your the, duty to, to support this. Like anyway. DCC, it's easy to be kind of blasé when you watch the San Diego Comic Cons on YouTube and stuff. But this mm. is kind of home run. All the merchants are local merchants, mm. and like as you said, like it's 
like uh, the first two comic cons I went to, I literally just got photos with all the people in costumes. Yeah, it's just, I got my. It's fill. just a bit of crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah you make friends there. Exactly like, you know, I think me. the first time you and I met in person was there, even though we've been recording for a few months at that point. Yeah, like, and look, it's, it's a lovely place to meet people and just kind of have a bit of crack, you know. And the next one there was in August, and remember as well, there was a point when there was only the one. So true. it was so su- that, yeah. yeah, it was so successful that they actually expanded it out, and the spring one was just for anime, and then they just said, right, we'll just do the run, the full yeah. thing. And that's a huge achievement. But again, like you know, l- the past two years, like there obviously there were no live events happening. There were no the you know, there were you couldn't leave your house at certain points. So mm. it's important when this stuff comes back. It's like I'd say the same thing for gigs, even if there's gigs on locally that you know you might not be into the bands or you might not know them or anything like that go anyway because <laughs> you know go anyway go meet people go do things go support this stuff because if you don't it doesn't come back and you know i mean it's worth point i don't want to get too political but like i feel like we've all made the assumption that we're kind of out of the woods for all we know like yeah that's the august comic-con is not a done thing well look war like, russia is happening so <laughs> Uh, that that was the the minefield I was trying to you know like over there yeah like that's that's like this is the thing we don't know what's gonna happen you know like it, it is what it is like there is that kind of war now and you know you watch the news and you're like oh my god war Russia blah 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 and I'm just like go and enjoy stuff before it shut down again or before nuclear war happens yeah yeah exactly like <laughs> you know so go and be nerdy before you can't be. <laughs> Before you have to cosplay as go meet Mr. Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean. You might die before you get another chance. Well, look, your 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 Fallout cosplay might just be how you go outside in future. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get a pit boy. Now. I un- on that cheery note, I understand that you really wanted to talk about Blood Rain, <laughs> Darren. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I do. Oh, King of the Segways. About- but look no seriously guys if you haven't got your tickets go it's going to be a lot of fun uh we're trying to get the organizers on the show uh to do it to do a bit of an interview as we normally do maybe afterwards yeah when they have their lives back exactly exactly and you know it is tradition that we we get them on the show so we probably will talk about a lot of this kind of stuff maybe not war russia but you know exactly and and i think dara should definitely have like a stand in like the merchants hall where he pitches dreamcast (laughs) Oh my god, we should do that. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. as good as it sounds. Keen, I don't think I don't think that's a good use of Dara's time. What we should just do is get a cardboard cut out of Dara with him just going, use a dreamcast, use a dreamcast, use a dreamcast. <laughs> or, or what we do is uh, in the summer convention, we have like not a stall for like a uh, Homer and Sun Tonic. Oh, yeah. I'm just like pitching dreamcast games <laughs> to people who show up. <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't think that's a good use of your time. We just need a cardboard cutout with a yeah. with a Excuse molder me, on the arm. You, know, you just seem like it. a man who can't satisfy his wife with a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Does, I, does Blood Rain run on on the Dreamcast? No. See, that's not a fair comparison because Blood Rain is okay. So. Yeah, why would a game run on a game? No, hold on, so? hold on. Let, yeah, let me I mean, let, come on. let, let I mean, me just kind of. Let me just kind of set the scene here. So uh, Blood Rain, I kind of totally forgot about for for years, I'll be honest with you. And then mm. I was watching uh, the the Jinquisition the other day and uh, James Stephanie Sterling mentioned 
blood rain out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And uh, I realized I actually own the games on on Steam. But I not only did I own the games on Steam, I also owned the, the new the new uh, updated versions of them. And I was messing around with uh, the new PC because it's... Cause I'm it, fascinated yeah. that you would want a high-end PC that does all your wonderful things. Yes. And a Dreamcast. See, the, you thing, know what about I mean? it, the thing about it is, right? The heart wants what it wants, Keen. It does want what it wants. And, you know, the Dreamcast is just one of those amazing pieces of technology. And, you know, maybe we'll do a show on the Dreamcast where I, you know, you, you play a couple um, of games. Does, you can that's, nearly, that's nearly been what this episode's been. But, okay. <laughs> it, it's, okay. It's like if you have, like, a house with holographic walls and a wood <laughs> fireplace you do by hand. Like, it's just <laughs> such a weird clash. Well, Keen, for context, this game in pc which i bought it has 40 gigs of ram has a high-end gpu and okay. basically just runs really really well right i have been playing blood rain which is a game that came out in 2002 and, then I've, and I've been playing ps2 games on it and then the remastered version came out in 2011 can, also for, for the less informed people in the audience which is me can yes. you tell us give us a, a, a elevator pitch of what blood rain is you're a vampire that kills Nazis. Lovely. Carry on. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's a wonderful <laughs> game. It's very so, distinct. I'm incredibly impressed. It's so it's so incredibly violent. So obviously the Nazis were, uh, you know, the whole thing is they were big into the occult and there's loads of games based on a Wolfenstein, mm. which you guys should totally play. Uh, but Blood Rain is one of those as well. But you play as a vampire and basically you're running around and it's just so, like I was playing it the other day, I'm like, this is just so satisfying because the combos that you can do, it's so violent. Like you stab one of them and then you do a backflip and you cut their head off and it goes halfway across the screen and you're like, this is so gratuitously violent, but it's wonderful. It is a wonderful game. Um, and also, you know, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for the Nazis, right? So you don't, <laughs> so it's just enjoyable. Um, and uh, yeah, it's obviously set in an ancient castle. In Germany, and the first one you fight the the Nazi army. The second one as well, it, it's more kind of vampire-y, but it, you know the the scenes look more like the Vatican because it's all supposed to be like more uh, the uh, the aristocratic part of vampire lore. And uh, they remade the two of them, and they look pretty good. Um, so I've been working through those, and um, I'd say look if you haven't played Blood Rain, if you totally missed it, I did. It came out for the PS2, the Xbox, the GameCube, but you can also get it on the PS4 now and the PS3. Can too. Sorry, what? It also had a bunch of movies made too. We're not talking. I was going to say, wasn't there a movie by Uwe Boll? <laughs> it was. Blood it was. Like, there were three movies made yeah. by Uwe Boll. No way. Yeah. yeah. So and there was star- starring your one who was the Terminator in Terminator Three. Yes. Yes. Um, oh yeah, I remember she was good. Yeah. So there's Blood Rain, Blood Rain Two. Not in those movies, she wasn't. And then Blood, and then Blood Rain, <laughs> the Third Reich. Yeah. And there's also a parody film that Uwe Ball also directed. So he directed his own parody. He did. He did. I mean, so, I suppose the, it undermines anyone else who tries it. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah. Now the sad part about it is why there's not a, while there's not a Dreamcast um, port of this, there was an Xbox port of it. Now the Xbox is the spiritual successor to the Dreamcast, so we're going to let that one slide. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. Mm. So um, yeah, there we go. I, yeah. I, 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 I think you'd really enjoy Blood Rain. 
I'll give it a go if it ever comes. Becomes it's on the Switch. On the Switch. I don't it's like on the Switch. violent games in general, but if the gameplay is good, no, the, I'm, no. I'm much like I'm much more Kingdom Hearts and Cuphead than I am Fair. Nazis fighting vampires. Although I would be very interested to see, since Bryn seems to have a familiarity with both of them, who would win in a fight between Cuphead and the main character in Blood Rain? I mean, I mean. How because it's def- kind of like a Bugs Bunny versus Dracula type situation where well, look, you kind of think look, it's one-sided I mean, until you actually think through the mechanics of what a cartoon character can get away with. Yeah, it, well, I look- mean, it's it, it's more like going, well, who would win in a fight, Doom Guy or Martian Manhunter or, uh, or uh, Marvin the Martian? It's like oh, I Marvin mean- the Martian easily. He has an endurance threshold that's ridiculous. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But at the same time, Doom Guy. <laughs> yeah, Doom Guy doesn't stop. Like the thing about it is, it's like for actually, I went through a weird period where I was like, I want vampire games. Mm. And when you think about it, there aren't like a wide variety of vampire games. That's why you were talking about. Were you talking about Blade Two a week ago? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, like I just mm. really, I just really like vampires. Um, yeah, and after I don't PS Two era, they kind of stopped, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, and it's you're just kind of sitting there going, it's, and you know, you forget you like vampires so much, and you're like, oh yeah, vampires are <laughs> rad, you know. Oh, and yeah. then you're like, I want to play as one, and you can't. So like, one of the you speak of a game that I go back to, I play vampire. Like the first thing I do when I get a PC or when I fix someone's PC or whatever is I just install Vampire the Masquerade. So if I ever fix your PC, you're gonna get a copy of Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, the I see. So this is like when you install iTunes and there's like an album by YouTube just sitting yeah. there. There's just Vampire the Masquerade. Just turns up. Yeah, and what I'd, I'd say if you haven't played that game and you're like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, oh, buy it. It's on <laughs> Steam. It's well, no, don't, no, do not buy it on Steam. Buy it on GOG because the Steam version is broken. You have to buy it on GOG because they actually have the patched version. So do not buy mm. Vampire the Masquerade on Steam. Also, GOG's one doesn't have um, the doesn't have a DRM on it as well. Correct. So uh, buy your games from GOG. Um, GOG's great. Yeah. Um, unless you want to unless you want to play games on Linux and then don't use GOG because they just for whatever reason do not want to port stuff to Linux. I don't know why you why you still you have that you have that battle with Linux playing games. It's it's the only time I'll go to the evil. Oh, by the way, Windows Eleven is fine. Yeah. It's great. But it, it, it's it's, great. it's it's bizarre. Like I don't really get why. Like I mean, like it's really funny because like GOG has a a community request section. Where you right. can go, well, what's the community want? The top three requests are to make <laughs> to make GOG Galaxy available on Linux. The top three ones are. It's can you like, run, what can are you, you doing? Can you not just run run up via wine? Um, like you can, but it's like because like of um because of like the huge strides team Steam have been making with Proton. Yeah. There's a huge thing of go of people going. I don't really want DRM, so I don't want to use Steam, but ah, I yes. want you to. You yeah, know. See, so, so folks, uh, so folks, one of the major selling points of Linux is that it's open source, so it's deeply yeah. ironic to use uh, DRM. We are hitting full on Dara Bingo this week. Oh it yeah, is, we yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah almost everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So yeah, Wine is how you run uh, Windows yeah. programs on Apple or Linux. Yeah, and then so, Steam have made a have made their own version of it called Proton, which yeah. is specifically for games, and that's how games run on the Steam Deck. Now, see, it's funny, right? I would be the Linux guy, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Bryn is like committed to getting. Like, I'm just like, I just have a Windows petition. I just 
game on Windows. Brennan's like, no, we're, I will game on Linux. I will game. Yeah, I will make you, it work. But it, see, it's it's funny though because like um like I literally like I mean especially on the like on the um on the like I'm the current uh, OS I'm using is Gorilla Linux. And basically everything I need for that is already pre-installed and pre-configured. So I oh, literally right. just have to install install games and run so them. So what's it called again? And everything works. Garuda Linux. Okay. So there you go, folks. And, uh, if you want yeah, to do a I mean, game on Linux, you can do it. Uh, but there, there are caveats to that. Like if you, if you want to play anything multiplayer, you can't do that on Linux because oh, chances are it's got anti-cheat and that's not going to work. If... Um, there, there was a there's the YouTube channel Linus Tech Tips. They did a documentary series not too long ago, going through their experience of trying to game on Linux, and it's more, like it's really good from the perspective of someone who knows nothing about Linux. I definitely recommend checking that out if you are curious. Mm. Um, but like it is, it, if if you're going into Linux, going, oh, this is going to be like using Windows. Trust me, it's not. <laughs> um, there are there are there are headaches gaming on Windows, and there are even more headaches gaming on Linux, because there's a whole extra layer to it. But yeah. So when you do eventually get through there, I do have a couple of. I mean, how long do we have left, Kane? Ten minutes. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through some of the games. But now, I'd love but... to talk about Batman before we wrap. It's just I, there's nothing I yeah. can bring to this conversation that is of value. No. Well, here's the thing. It's about to. Right. So I've been. So obviously I haven't had a PC in a very long time. So I've just had a bunch of games saved over, and and I, and I fell into a call me Kevin or my or, yeah call me Kevin mm-hmm. uh, void. Where like he's a YouTuber, he's an Irish YouTuber who lives in Spain and he plays like mad games. So I'm buying a couple of the games that he recommends. House Flipper is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. And I have a problem because that game is incredibly addictive. Now House Flipper. House Flipper. So I, I, I know those words separately. I don't know what it means together. So there there are these so I really like simulator games, right? Right. Um, and the two I have here are Internet Cafe Simulator 2 and Police Simulator and Euro Truck Simulator. Wait, Internet Cafe Simulator? Yeah, it's wild. You, you run an Internet Cafe, but it, it's mad. But House Flipper is one that I just, I'm just enamored with. And basically... So the, the idea is that you're improving houses. You're in improving houses, exactly. So, you know, you know those shows that you watch where they like find a rundown house and then they paint it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You do that in this game and it is a phenomenal experience it is the most satisfying game i've ever played and you can play for hours and you and you do stuff like you uh repaint the walls you uh you put up walls you pull down walls you can like fix light switches you 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 put in toilets it's I, I know I'm not making it sound very appealing, but it's just something incredibly satisfying. So I mean, we've played it, the Sims. I get it. So. Yeah, it feels like the Sims, but you're actually doing the work. Like, like you walk in and like it'll be this, you know, house covered in urine and blood and cans everywhere. And oh, oh, everywhere. this escalated quickly. No, this is how it starts, and then you'd have to like clean the whole place up with this magic mop, and basically goes. Go to the Twitch channel if you haven't. Uh, Speaking of someone who is actually moving it. into an unfurnished house, why would you do this for fun? These are the questions that I ask on my Twitch stream, where I actually I'm, I, I I'm asking pay- you. 
I don't know. I don't have an answer. It's very satisfying. I, I think. I, I think know. it's like. I mean, have you have you ever watched um have you ever watched videos of people doing specific kind of cleaning techniques or whatever? No. No. Um, like a normal. Well, okay. Person? No, but um, interesting to hear about it. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's like, I've seen videos where people are, people are going like, I'm going to wet back this living room or whatever. Yeah. It's really satisfying. Yeah, for sure. Really, in the same way that like, you know, watching like, you know, like, um, the whole reason why like Dr. Pimple Popper is even a thing is because people enjoy watching people, people have their pimples popped on camera. Yeah. Satisfying. But look, it's, a, it's one of those things oh. where like y- the concept is silly. But then you actually mm. play the game and you're like, this is actually like, look, some of the ones I mentioned there, the the police simulator is ridiculous and the Internet Cafe simulator is even more ridiculous. And I would mm. recommend watching Call Me Kevin because it's funny how he plays them. But the actual house flipper one, you can sit there and just play for hours. Now, they also have a cyberpunk DLC, so you can make your dream cyberpunk house. So I have <laughs> and it's brilliant. And oh, that's my great. office. And I'm like, mm. I'd rather live here. So, mm. <laughs> but the, the goal is you can actually buy houses and then you end up building your money so eventually when you make 400 million you can uh, live on the moon class um, I mean what I mean what's that to like you gotta build up to these big leaps <laughs> this is what the game does so, so, so <laughs> you're cleaning someone's toilet and then the next day you're on the moon I mean if that's not, if, part of that Wachowski's film with uh your woman from that sending. Oh, Jupiter sending. I didn't even think about that. That's a very good point. I mean, like, look, if that's not inspiring, I don't know what is. But House Flipper, I 100% recommend. Go to GOG, give them money, go to Harvey Norman, get yourself a game of PC, and then just play House Flipper and you'll have a great time. Wait, mm. is this how is there a house on the moon? Yes. And you're flipping that one? Yes. Right. Great time. Great time, how about I wonder where you go after the moon? I don't know. I thought I was going to have a hard time explaining Cuphead. You have upped the ante. <laughs> I mean, apparently it's on the PS4, and then I, I ran... It is on the PS4, weird. And I yeah, went it's to... It's on the uh, Xbox as well, apparently, according to its website. I went to... Uh, I, I was randomly looking for another kind of similar game that was similar to it, and there's one uh, about a burger joint that's actually haunted. So, <laughs> Or it's like this weird simulation, so I'm playing that on the PS5 at the moment, and that's a weird that's a weird game that I still don't understand because you have to make the burger and then if you don't make the burger properly this weird mad cow comes and kills you so oh, wow it's, yeah it's a fun experience it's, it's it's you know that that reminds me of like um that reminds me of like a, I named this as my uh as my favorite game released last year um wrestling Empire where a disturbingly real thing happened while playing it where um or like a, at least realistic feeling thing happened where like my character got released from the wrestling company she was wrestling at mm. the first week on the end on the indies she broke her back oh, and she didn't have any health insurance so she had to pay for that <laughs> had to pay for all of her surgeries and rehab herself that's really depressing yeah she's you fine see- now though <laughs> <laughs> you see, the thing about it is when it's in this burger place, it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's a weird kind of uh, like, I don't know what happens in it yet. Um, I do think it, they're building up to some kind of uh, Soma like reveal where it's a simulation or whatever. Um, yeah, that just sounds dark and depressing. Man. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, my God. Do you guys play games that are fun? Yeah, I mean, Wrestle, Wrestling Empire is fun apart from when, you know, stuff like that happens. House Flipper is is the most fun I've had in a long time. Mm. 
Oh my god. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Take anyway, three. talking about talking about something nicer. I got um Kotor, I got King uh, I got uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, on best the game ever Nintendo Switch. Oh my god, Star Wars. We've hit Dara. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm going to I'm going to talk got about this. Talk but- fast. I'm going to talk about this, but I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to say things that are going to upset people, mainly Dara, which what? is that I, I have I have tried several times to get into Knights of the Old Republic, and I just have never been able to successfully do it. Um, first time I played was on the Xbox, where instantly I was like, I don't like how combat works in the game, because I was so used to how Dark Forces does it. Um next time I played it was on, uh, was on PC, where I tried like three or four times. But I just kind of like would either lose interest in it um, really, really early on. Same. Well, I have yeah, to say, I, I, it took me a while to get off that first city planet. Yeah, That's, yeah it is uh, the biggest problem. There's a mod that actually gets rid of it. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. There is a, yeah. There's a reason why there's a mod for it. But yeah. I'm playing it now. And it's the, the first time that the control scheme has made any kind of sense to me is playing, playing it on the Switch. I'm actually enjoying it more than I ever have before. Um, so I'm really hoping I'm going to get off Taris for the first time. <laughs> you could have I'm just totally modded aware. it. I could have just modded it, but, you know. I mean, if you're um, going to play it once in your life, you might as well play it properly. But see, like, that's you why know? you play it six or seven times every year. Yeah, but you see, like, I couldn't I even bring myself to... I couldn't, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, mods are for, like, multiple playthroughs, but you can't even yeah. do one... It, you know that's the problem yeah. um but yeah like anyway i i'm really enjoying it now um i'm hoping i'm gonna actually get through the story because i'm aware of how good it, of how well touted it is even though um at least in my friend circle people prefer the second one yeah no i'm actually you know what i'm the same i actually prefer the second one like it's the one i actually i have a on my mm. desktop here it's the one that i actually play all the time i'm actually modding mm. it at the moment because it's just it is a better game it's just not finished that's why you get the restored content mod and you're mm. good to go the one of the things my friend was saying was that like um and was saying about it was that like it's one of the few star wars games where it makes more sense to play a sith because of how terrible the jedi are in it <laughs> oh yeah like here's the thing and it's a shame there's a great youtube video called the philosophy of kraya it's four hours mm. long and talks about why cry is right and it go, and it, it goes in and also there's another youtube video that compares uh Kultor 2 to the last to the last jedi and the the repulsive oh, really? yeah that the repulsive movies of, of um the the sequels mm. and it explains that that's how you actually invert star wars that's how you subvert expectations because that's what that's what Kultor 2 does it's it's mm. so good it's so good, and I wish we had an hour to talk about it, but we don't. This is, and I feel, I feel cheated, guys, because you knew that all we talk about would be Star Wars if we mentioned it. <laughs> you wait until ten minutes where we could just talk. About I Star mean, Wars. look, I don't think we're gonna like you know break any hearts over the sheer amount of Star Wars conversations on our channel. I know, yeah. but it's very rare that's positive. It's usually I hate, that's like, true. That uh, you know, I hate JJ Abrams. That's but usually perhaps- what it breaks down to. It's best to end on that positive note because we are just out of time, unfortunately. Ah, disappointing. If if it will turn this into an ongoing series, if Bryn has stuck with Kotor into next <laughs> week, we'll find out where the saga yeah. goes. But unfortunately, we are just out of time, so I'll go alphabetical order. Bryn, do you have anything to plug? No. <laughs> That's honest. <laughs> <laughs> Dara, how about you? 
I do. Harvey Normans, give them your business. PC specialists, don't give them your business. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously, go to Nerdthno Media. Uh, check out all the shows. Subscribe, like the podcast. Uh, we're able to stream live again, which is great. Um, basically, for eleven weeks, the, the the website was basically shut down because we just couldn't do anything. <laughs> just literally couldn't do anything. So we're back to normal. We have a rake of shows coming out. Um, I think there's like three shows every week. And uh, yeah, go over to my Twitch channel, NerdDucks, where you can see me play loads of games, including House Flipper. I play a lot of House Flipper. <laughs> All right, I'll quickly plug myself. The last of my uh, retro review Batman pieces is out on Geek Ireland. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises is threatening to be more controversial than Batman and Robin. So I'm watching the comments on that with great fun. You know, that's one of the only movies that. I went to bed angry after watching. I find that hard to believe. The Dark Knight Rises. I hate that movie so much. I hate it. No, I, for a long time, I, it was my most hated movie. And then The Force Awakens came out. And like Bane got to walk off into the sunset happy. <laughs> All I'm saying is I can forgive The Dark Knight Rises. I can't forgive the Force Awakens. My work is done. I am free. The Hague <laughs> should be in session now with JJ. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And it should we be like so just pointing close. at Star Wars, going, "Look what you we did." We were so close to ending on a positive mm. note. Yeah. I blame myself. I, I, I blame myself. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Dara agree with me that Robert Patrick should be uh, should be walking around with a photo of JJ. Was going. Have you seen this man? <laughs> I agree. I agree there. We're going to get on a watch mm-hmm. list before too long. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just, just going to finish up my plug there. I'm also running classes for all the abilities Ireland on Eventbrite. They're all over Zoom. Most of them are free. Some are drama, some are public speaking, some are creative writing. So if you've still got a hankering for Zoom classes and you're not burnt out post-lockdown, you can find me there. I run them myself and... Uh, it'd be great. They're always great fun. So come check them out. And we give, do have give Keen cats. your money. Give yeah yeah. Just yeah, I, mean, I mean, if you want to do it directly, I'll be the <laughs> one of the bad batch in Comic Con. But like, you go. want to do it more formally? Just walk up and give them a fiver and go. There you go. You know, that's yeah. what I recommend. And I'll desperately hope that stormtroopers have pockets. You can sew them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get sucked into a Kotor Dark Knight Rises uh, long discussion, which we'll save for next week, uh, I just want to say thank you to Brennan Dar for always giving up your time to do this show. And of course, thank you for listening. We really appreciate Play Pepsi Man. Uh, Comic Con stuff coming up in the next week or two. And of course, with Batman coming in next week, I'm sure we'll have some fun. But until then, thank you so much and goodbye. Bye. Lips and Bye. Bye. Man. <laughs>